0: Hello, this is Jenny Nichols, and this is Local Share Green Action Podcast, where we hear from people across the U.S. that share their stories about work they are doing in their local community with a common goal of taking green action that helps care for people and wildlife and the environment in our local towns and cities. Our goal is that we might be able to learn from and inspire each other while we find our own solution-based action that lets us live meaningful, sustainable, eco-friendly lives while cleaning, protecting, and repairing the environment and helping everyone meet the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic world that we live in now. So today on our podcast, we're speaking with someone whose passion for the outdoors, sustainability and education has led her to a dream job working for a nonprofit, helping to empower and inspire the next generation of leaders who will drive the growth of a sustainable green economy. We're talking with Vanessa Robertson. Vanessa Robertson is a Reno, Nevada native whose path to green action started with her bachelor's degree from the University of Nevada, Reno in environmental studies and her master's degree in the International Environmental and a policy from Middlebury Institute of International Studies at Monterey. She is now the co-director of Envirolution, a nonprofit which was awarded a large, prestigious three-year National Science Foundation grant to launch their flagship program called Project Recharge across Northern Nevada, working with a great team, including her husband as a co-executive director. They're operating programs for youth throughout Northern Nevada. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you, Jenny. So we're so excited to speak with you and find out more about your path of green action and service in the Northern Nevada area. So what planted the seed for you to want to take some green action?
1: Well, I would have to say, you know, it started... Growing up here in the Reno Tahoe area, I was fortunate to do a lot of camping and spend a lot of summers in the outdoors, and so that natural love and stewardship for the environment was ingrained in me early on. Throughout schooling and growing up with parents that worked in the education system, I I knew I wasn't going to be a formal educator, but I knew I wanted to incite some sort of change for the environment um, as a as a career, didn't quite know where that would lead me, <laughs> but it
0: happened pretty early on. So I understand when you were working on your master's degree in Monterey that you started a student-run community garden on campus. So what inspired you to do this, and and how did it go?
1: In downtown Monterey, there's limited land, and um, school had this vacant lot. They had plans down the road, maybe ten years to maybe build an additional building, and so students from our environmental kind of program decided that we should start composting. And so we reached out and wanted to just use a little portion of that empty lot as a composting area for vermiculture and, and whatnot. And so it started with just doing some composting. And a lot of the students decided, you know, well, why can't we create a garden here? And so we gathered a couple of friends and got the approval from the school and we reached out for donations, gathered community members, and created a full, full running, organic, community-run student garden there on on campus. And it's flourishing, it's got a rain catchment system now. School classrooms can be held out there. It's just quite phenomenal. Every time I go back to the area, I I have to go there and, and see how how it's developed over the years.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Tell us a little bit about EnviroLution and the mission and some of the projects that you've taken on. Yes,
1: Uh, so EnviroLution, so we're primarily dedicated to developing and scaling dynamic K-12 youth leadership, education, and community outreach programs, all centered around sustainability, energy efficiency, and science, technology, engineering, art, and math, or STEAM career development. So, all of our programs have a have a very hands-on project-based element uh, that allows students to explore career options in a fun and engaging real world aspect, but also allows our partners and the community to give back and have a say in, in how our future generation. Um, Is prepared for these future jobs.
0: So, are they interacting directly with students or they're kind of guiding the curriculum in the background or?
1: Both. We have um, a couple different programs. Our Project Recharge program is a curriculum and training program for teachers. So, we provide the teachers with over 16 hands on standard based lessons on energy and sustainability. And so then we provide them all the materials. So we work with career professionals in in the community to kind of help guide the next round of curriculum development. We want to make sure that our students are preparing for these future jobs and who's better to work with than, you know, the community professionals themselves. And then we also have a program called CareerQuest, which allows students to go into businesses um, such as Tesla and to see for themselves um, what it's like to work there. They get to hear from um, employees on their career path and, and sometimes it's not a traditional pathway, students might assume, and they get to see for themselves and do hands-on activities and explore and it just really creates that passion, that you know, light bulb going off on, on what the possibilities are for a career in, in STEM and STEAM in our community.
0: Nice. So, do you have different types of jobs? So, engineering as well as technicians. Um, do you kind of meet people on a variety of levels?
1: Definitely. I think that's something that we really emphasize, especially when we when we go out to Tesla. That it takes so many different people to run that gigafactory out there from. From the security officers to the engineers to the workers on the lines to those that are, you know, keeping the facilities running. So there's a variety of job options available. And, and not every student, you know, is is ready for a four-year or eight-year college degree. They might want to get some experience. And so there's some amazing apprenticeship programs available in a lot of the businesses that we work with for students right out of high school to explore careers in those fields. So there really is so many different options. And I think breaking down the barriers that students have on what they imagine as, you know, a career at Tesla or a career at Apple or, or whatnot. They, they don't know what any of that looks like. And so being able to break down that stigma of what what does an engineer do and what are they like you
0: know is, is something that
1: a lot of students
0: need to see and hear themselves. So do you have some job shadowing? Would would you describe it as that? Or is it kind of working as an intern for short periods of
1: time? Currently, we don't have any official programs like that. There's some amazing organizations here in town that are primarily focused on that. We, EnviroLution is more focused on, you know, getting students at that fifth, sixth, seventh grade age, you know, just excited about it. Studies show that if you can get them, you know, engaged in these types of STEM programs, they're more likely to pursue it in high school and college and, and beyond. So we're really that kind of that starting point of just getting that, that thought in their brain.
0: Got it. How do you find methods of meeting the challenges of reaching students that may have different learning styles or, or different things that motivate them?
1: That's a that's a great question and a and a huge, huge issue in our in our education system. I think what makes project recharge and our curriculum and our lessons so versatile is that it is that hands on approach. Students that, you know, they work together in teams and groups. We're starting to incorporate art lessons. We've partnered with Arts for All Nevada to be able to use it as a, as a, mechanism to learn science. So when you're activating both sides of the brain at the same time, you're more likely to, you know, remember it and you also are able to tap into some students that maybe aren't, you know, traditionally as excited about <laughs> science, um, but maybe more on the art so you can kind of bring them together. So the curriculum that we have is is really versatile and and is, you know, is able to access a diverse range of, of student needs and and populations.
0: Excellent. So in your position uh, at Envirolution, you mentioned that you started as a grant assistant and then moved into your position as an executive director. Do you have, was there something that was particularly helpful or motivating for you to keep working in the direction that you wanted to? Oh,
1: I, I would say my biggest motivator are our teachers and and the students that they, they reach. You know, having programs, having the ability to, to create and customize and tweak programs for the needs of the teachers to then be able to reach these students is just so fulfilling. If the programs aren't if they don't work for teachers, they're not gonna to get to our students. And so it's really important to me and to my whole staff and all of our programs that we really take the time to listen and, and redesign and tweak. We're not afraid to kind of do new stuff <laughs> and, and explore, you know, the options. And as long as we're tracking what what
0: worked and what didn't and develop them, you know, it's it's super inspiring. How has it been for you working with industry between industry and uh, education how do you inspire industry to want to connect more with our next generation
1: yeah I think that's kind of one of my I think one of my superpowers <laughs> is being able to connect with with the businesses and the government officials um, and you know, breaking it down to the level of you know th- they need their future workforce. You know, STEM jobs in Nevada are growing like forty percent faster than other careers, and we have a huge shortage of qualified workforce. So, at a basic level, partnership with Envirolution and investment in Envirolution is an investment in their future workforce, and it's also a huge opportunity for their employees to give back and volunteer. You know, there's so many studies on just the employee morale boost and efficiency when you're able to give your employees an opportunity to interact with with children. Everyone either has children or knows children and has a close relationship with that and understanding the value of education and and alternative unique ways uh, to to engage with with students is is really powerful. So being able to to break that down as, as simple as investing in their workforce is. An easy kind of connection. You mentioned that
0: you started your own consulting business working with uh, green business certifications. At least I've heard of that. There's been a number of businesses that have worked on doing this, and it's not been the easiest thing to accomplish. So, what was your experience in that? How were you able to motivate more businesses to look at their social as well as economic and uh, environmental impact?
1: Yeah, I think that movement is is growing more recently i think when i when i started in that venture over 10 years ago it was kind of a, a a difficult time to to explain that to businesses that although this might be upfront costs it's going to save you money in the long run it's also good good for the community and good for the environment as well we're definitely seeing that switch that businesses are, are are taking that into consideration, big businesses, little businesses, and just understanding they don't have to just prioritize the, you know, the bottom line. is is really focused on our three spheres philosophy of people, planet, profit. And that we can live in a world where businesses are, are making money and providing a socially equitable and beneficial commodity to, to the community while also, you know, maybe reversing the environmental damage that, that businesses and industries have enacted on our environment. So I I think it was really it was really difficult. That's why I I didn't do it for too long. But it's exciting to incorporate those concepts now and into our curriculum and and have students be explaining that to businesses that that they they, in fact, can save money here and provide, you know, beneficial products uh, to the environment and to the community as well.
0: Excellent. So when we have economic downturns, the times that we're living in right now is looking like it's going to be that way for a while. Do you have any recommendations to other environmental studies graduates for kind of how to keep the faith when they're trying to find a position in their field of study? And
1: Yeah, I would say to those students that are pursuing, you know, these careers in sustainability and environmental education, just stick with it. This is, you know, although, you know, we're you know, the climate that we're in, I think the importance of a sustainable economy is even more evident right now. All of these amazing, you know, news articles on all the Positive environmental benefits that are being realized when there's less cars, there's less flights, there's less industry. There's ways that we can still go back to driving cars and flying and having industries while not polluting. So, as people are getting out into the environment right now and enjoying those walks and that connection with nature, like we need to hold on to that (laughs) and know that we can continue in that path while also rebuilding our economy.
0: So what are some of the ways that you and others have been enjoying the rewards of your efforts? Do you want to share maybe a favorite story of one of your students that went through the program or oh yeah
1: everyone will know <laughs> the one I like to share. Uh, so Jackie Medina was a Wooster High School student. She particip- participated in the project recharge program through and technical ed um, pathway at Wooster High School um, dedicated to energy technologies. So Jackie went through and went through all of our lessons and part of Project Recharge is a, is a student-driven energy efficiency proposal. So Jackie and some of her students put together this amazing lighting retrofit uh, proposal at Wooster High School and just did an amazing job on it. And that proposal was actually funded and implemented and is saving booster thousands of dollars in in energy costs every year. And uh, after she graduated, uh, she attended one of our park cleanups and I recognized her and I was like, Jackie, what are you, how's it going? What are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm up at UNR. I'm studying civil engineering and if it wasn't for Project Recharge I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that <laughs> and she was we're picking up trash and I just dropped my stuff and gave her a big hug and I said you know what this is just she just made my year this is why we're doing this this is why we work so hard in the in the nonprofit world to see that long-term impact and Jackie's just such an in- inspiration she's first fam first person in our family to go to college and is just such a, a leader in in pursuing um um, you know, a career in engineering and breaking down, you know, she said Project Recharge is, was able to break down these really intimidating concepts into more manageable ideas. And the hands-on activities really showed her that she can do it. And she's, she's killing it up at UNR. She's amazing. So we know that there's more, more Jackies out there. Um, I don't know if I'll meet them while picking up trash, but.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. What would you say were some of the other rewards of your efforts um, on the side of maybe business? Have you seen some businesses in the community, maybe small or medium large, that have been making more efforts? So
1: we work with a lot of the um, utility company, you know, NV Energy and Truckee Meadows Water Authority. So some of the larger, larger entities here uh, still looking, you know, at at other businesses. Obviously Tesla and Apple. Uh, waste management are, are some of the larger companies that we've we've worked with with our other programs. So we're we're looking forward to building out that relationship um, through CareerQuest and through our Project Recharge student proposals because we know we know that there's so many businesses out there that that do understand you know the the benefits of of lighting upgrades and you know waste reduction, but don't know where to start, don't have the time, and so there's this opportunity to train students uh, and put them in in that place of doing sustainability audits. So it's workforce development, it's helping out the businesses in in identifying some of these projects. So we're we're always looking for more um, businesses to reach out to.
0: If your um, ideas, your experience, and your wisdom were all wrapped up into seeds of potential action for others that you could pass on Um, people that want to do this in another city what would you what advice would you give to them
1: uh love what you do (laughs) and know know that I mean I, I think where we're at with climate climate change discussions and it feels very overwhelming and daunting and everyone is like what what can I do what really what impact can I really have and isn't it just up to businesses government officials And I think that that's a huge misconception because of every single person (laughs) or half the people in the world, you know, reduce their single use plastic. And we're more conscious about the energy used and the water used and maybe their next purchase of of a vehicle or just purchases in general, it would totally reverse, you know, the, the damage that we've done. So the idea that that you can't, that one person can't make an impact, uh, is is false. So I, I think that 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 is really important to remember. And and I and I don't think it's an all or nothing. You don't have to live off the grid and not use anything. You know, there's that extreme, you know, nature with um, environmentalists sometimes, and that's not practical. So finding kind of little baby steps to to leave, lead a more sustainable lifestyle is important to remember. Yeah. So my rec- my recommendation or advice to other nonprofits out there that have similar missions and visions cuz there are um, is building that that foundation partnership with the teachers, with the school districts, with the community members because we can't accomplish, you know, this big goal of changing, you know, the the world um, without valuable partnerships and utilizing different strengths and that, that everyone has. And, and, and and again, those partnerships, I think are just so valuable in having the backing of, of educators, you know, from principals and curriculum to facility managers, but uh, above all, you have to build that trust with, with the teachers. Excellent.
0: Is there anything specific that you do to build that trust with teachers? I mean, is there anything that really kind of reaches out to them and lets them know your sincerity?
1: Yeah, we're always, you know, adding to that that menu of how to acknowledge and build that relationship. But I, it really starts off with our 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 three day summer intensive training is is where that that foundational relationship begins. And my whole team is there. We work with them very closely over those three days to get to know them, to tell them about ourselves, our mission, our vision. Uh, that's really important to feeding them really good <laughs> during these trainings. Um, teachers, you know, I think it's really important to give them good food and drinks <laughs> whenever possible. Definitely every every year we send out, you know, a, a very personal thank you hard and we do a big uh, recognition event and listening to them. And I think there's sometimes this approach to asking for feedback and then not doing anything with that feedback. I'm really proud of, of of our ability to look exactly at at what the teachers are saying, whether it is the curriculum, the materials, the training, and change it and make it work better mm-hmm. for them. Again, because if it doesn't work for the teachers, it won't get to the students. So and just building that that relationship, text messages and phone calls and and we do teacher spotlights on our social medias to really share that that personal side of, of an educator and why they're why they're in, in the really hard profession that they're in. I think there's gonna be an even hopefully even an even greater appreciation for educators right now in the current situation we're at.
0: So as we wrap up, what resource um, might you suggest, a book or website or a film that has been particularly helpful or informative?
1: I would say the most recent um, kind of website kind of campaign that I've found really helpful is the Drawdown campaign. I don't know the address, um, but it's it's a really informative approach to ways that we can lower our carbon emissions and our environmental um, impact in small increments and also big increments. um, And and they really quantify exactly um, the impact that it could have on carbon emissions. So there's lots of of options within that drawdown campaign uh, that can inspire both individuals and companies to make a huge impact.
0: Do you have any upcoming projects or events, virtual or otherwise, that you'd like to share with others?
1: Yes, we are excited uh, to still be having our uh, annual student and teacher recognition event. It will be going virtual, so uh, it will be next Thursday, May 28th, from 3:30 to 5, uh, and during this event, we will be uh, showcasing some testimonials and videos from community members and um, partners and teachers. Uh, We'll be highlighting various student proposals, all focused on energy reduction at their schools and at home. We'll be awarding prizes and awards, and we'll also be announcing the funding and implementation of a handful of proposals uh, once, uh, once completed, we'll save thousands of dollars in energy costs for our schools, which is a huge, huge benefit
0: right now. So um, how would you like people to contact you? Yeah, uh, they
1: can visit our website at www.envirolution.org or email info at envirolution.org and we can put them in touch with whoever they're looking looking to reach out to whether it's myself or our program managers or curriculum managers Um, we'll put them in in touch with the right person and see how we can help we love we love partnerships and helping expand this mission
0: thanks for joining us for local share green action until next time let's all use our unique talents and abilities and take meaningful green local action that benefits the planet and people.